you've been learning about value investing, finance, just regular investment for a while now, but you don't know where to go next. You're getting confused about the vast amount of information on the internet. You don't want to waste your time on crap information. You want good information um, and reliable information. In this series of videos on value investing and finance education, you will find those answers to those questions and much more. My name is Jason Rivera. Welcome to Value Investing and Finance Education. Hey, Jason here. This is a different kind of video. Um, this video is for specifically the value investors out there. I think you guys appreciate this video the most um, because, frankly, it's about me, it's about you, it's about us. Um, it's the 12 things that if you mention to a value investor, will get them excited. Um, you'll want to talk to them. We'll get them maybe a little bit emotional. It's, again, showing some sort of emotion. Um, as value investors, we don't show emotion very much. We don't get excited about things very much. Um, typically, we have to train ourselves out of those kind of mindsets to be good at what we do. But that doesn't mean we're not human. So if you mention any of these 12 things to any value investor around the world, you are likely to not only get their attention, but maybe you'll make a best friend like the uh, what, uh, uh, stepbrothers video. Did we just become best friends? You'll have one of those kind of moments if you hear one of these 12 things, especially number one. So to kick things off, let's go to number 12. The 12th thing, if you mention these to value investors, we'll get them excited, get them a little bit emotional, whatever. High margins. If you mention that a, a company you're looking at, an investment of any kind that you're looking at has high margins, you're likely to pique value investors' interest, get them a little bit excited, get them talking, all those kind of things. Um, why? Frankly, because it's important. We want good to great businesses, typically most of us. Uh, produce a lot of cash flow, uh, have high RICs, high operating margins, those kind of things. If you mention any of those kind of things, you're likely to garner some attention with value investors and get them a little excited. Now, on number 11, healthy balance sheets. The number one rule of value investing is to not lose money. <clears throat> we do that by first, most of us looking at balance sheets, making sure the company doesn't have a lot of debt in relation to cash. Um, exactly the opposite, actually. Usually a lot of cash in relation to debt. Um, not a lot of goodwill, not a lot of tangible assets, not a lot of necessarily non-useful things. Uh, if you mention a company or investment you have, are looking at has a healthy balance sheet, these will get value investors very excited because that's typically where the most of us look first is the balance sheet for anything, really. Number 10, reading. We love to read. We have to slog through sometimes hundreds of pages of worth of financial docs to read. You mentioned that you like reading and specifically in financial statements or value investing books or finance books or historical biographies or anything like this, you're likely to get some attention um, or at least start up a nice conversation with somebody you might not have started up a conversation with. Now on to number nine, learning. We have to learn constantly to get constantly better at what we do. Warren Buffett still in his 80s says he reads 500 pages a day. Um, 
a lot of us now watch YouTube videos, watch, uh, listen to podcasts, uh, listen to audiobooks, whatever the case may be. So it's not as easy to track. But if you mention that you like learning, if you're autodidact, most people won't know what that means. If they mention that they're an autodidact, which essentially means you're self-learning and you like to learn, then you might have found yourself a value investing friend or partner. <laughs> Number eight, free cash flow. Um, this goes back to kind of what we were talking about earlier, the margins. We want our companies and healthy balance sheets, frankly. Um, we want our companies to also produce free cash flow because then we can use that cash flow to invest in other assets. It also means that the company likely, if they produce a lot of free cash flow, has a healthy balance sheet. Um, they don't have a ton of debt. Um, their margins are pretty high. All these kind of things are kind of going in together. But if you mention free cash flow and your uh, investment is producing a lot of free cash flow, you're going to produce some excitement in us. Uh, number six, thinking. All of this reading, all of this learning, all of this financial statements, convoluted financial statements requires some time to think. Um, so if if you require thinking, or if you require these kind of things that require some quiet, uh, that some require some thinking time, um, we like to think. I, I don't really know what else to say about that. That gets us to number six. Um, that one was number seven. Sorry, this one's number six. I skipped one. Quiet. We love quiet because we require thinking. We read a lot. We learn a lot. Um, being in a house, I have three daughters myself. That's why I wear these things most of the day. <laughs> so I get quiet time. I go to the library sometimes. Um, if you can say you're going to have a quiet space akin to a library or a office, a value investor is sure to like that and be like, hey, can I come over and think maybe? Can I come over and read in your office? Can I come over and do anything in your office? Um, we love quiet. Again, if, especially if you have kids, you learn to appreciate your quiet time. Number five, looking through exotic information. We all like to think that we're on a bit of a treasure hunt, that we're seeing information that other people, other uh, hardly anybody or nobody else in the world has seen. Um, those kind of things. Uh, again, it's it's a little bit like a treasure hunt. We want to keep, kind of be thinking like we're on an adventure and not necessarily in um, like a fictional sense, but just we're on an adventure to find an undervalued asset. And we are looking through sometimes convoluted, sometimes exotic information from companies around the world. We love looking at that kind of stuff. Typically, the more exotic, at least for many value investors, the more exotic, the more obscure, the more, the smaller the um, the information is, the better. And you will get us very excited if you talk about these kind of things. Number four, if you mention Warren Buffett, Charlie Munger, Seth Clareman, Joel Greenblatt, uh, Bruce Greenwald, Benjamin Graham, Shelby Davis, Henry Singleton, Tom Murphy, to any of us. We'll probably have a moment like in Step Brothers with, did we just become best friends? <laughs> uh, because frankly, if people are talking and legitimately talking about those, you probably are going to have a lot in common. You probably are going to want to be talking with them. You probably are going to think they could become your best friend because frankly, we don't, we're generally very quiet or most of us are very quiet people who don't 
who just sit behind the computer and don't have much interaction. If you mention Warren Buffett, Shelby Davis, Henry Singleton, Tom Murphy, Charlie Munger, Benjamin Graham, any of these other names I mentioned, we're going to want to talk to you. It's just, it's going to happen. So, um, I don't, uh, frankly, I don't know what else to say about that. We are complete finance nerds. We are complete, I don't want to say loners because we're not necessarily loners. I'm certainly not a loner. Um, but again, we do 90 plus percent of our work behind a computer, not having any human er interaction. So if you mention one of these names to us, we're going to come over and talk to you. So <laughs> it's as simple as that. Um, number three, competitive advantages. If you bring up the word moat, competitive advantage, um, network effects, economies of scale, um, any kind of these terms that mean competitive advantage, again, we're going to come and talk to you. Um, nobody hardly really ever talks about these kind of things. And again, we're giant finance nerds. We love talking about these things. We love companies. If we're especially if we're investing in good to great businesses, we want them to have some kind of competitive advantage. And frankly, it's pretty rare unless you get to the giant companies. And even then, it's pretty rare that they're sustained over a long time. If you're talking about competitive advantages of any kind, we are going to talk your ear off probably for hours. Maybe. Maybe we might not let you go back to your house. I don't know. <laughs> Excuse me. Need a drink real quick. Now to number two, undervalued assets. If you mention, if you are sitting behind a computer and somebody mentions the world undervalued asset, you might go, hmm? Hmm? What'd you say over there? We love undervalued assets. That's uh, pretty much pre prerequisite of value investing, or at least in the traditional sense, value investing. Either companies have to be undervalued or fairly valued to to be considered an investment for most of us, especially with markets still at or near all-time highs around the world. If you mention undervalued asset, doesn't matter what we're doing, we're going to come and talk to you. <laughs> we're going to get excited. We're going to want to converse about this. We're going to learn, want to learn about this situation, and we're going to want to talk to you. Um, not much gets us excited, but these, especially these top three or four things do. And this one, at least for me, is number one, especially for me, because I'm going to tell you a story from literally used probably four or five years ago. And I remember it to this day. I got so excited when I heard it. Finding hidden treasure. I, I mentioned this in this post or in this video earlier. I mentioned this <clears throat> several times on the blog or video, past videos that, I treat this as a bit of a treasure hunt, but it's still rare to find the proverbial hidden treasure. If you mention, I remember years ago I was working on an investment newsletter and we all had wore noise canceling headphones like this. Um, it was an open office and we, me and three other analysts were kind of in the back corner of the office because I don't know, they called it dude corner and all the finance nerds were back there, all the analysts were back there. Um, so we all had these on. We didn't talk too much other than in the mornings or when we were leaving for work. We didn't talk too much. We sat behind our computer, did our work, and didn't converse too much. I remember this to this day, and this, again, this is almost four years ago. We were all sitting back in the corner, had our headset on. All of a sudden, I hear two, guy, two, of, the, two of the other guys talking, 
and I remember somebody, uh, he said some, he was researching a bigger company. I normally don't research bigger companies and I knew that they knew I liked smaller companies and somehow this, I think a smaller company somehow fit their screening somehow. All of a sudden I hear him say, holy shit, this company has a lot of NOLs. I'm like, I was listening to music and I still heard him say that. It's like when you're a teenager, or at least teenage boys in particular, if you heard the word, hear the word sex, it doesn't matter if you're listening to music or playing video games or talking with friends. If you hear somebody mention the word sex, you're like, uh, what's going on over there? What are you talking about? This was the exact same situation for me. He said, this company has a lot of NOL, uh, net operating loss care forwards. And I was, huh? Immediately out of my slumber, what are you, what are you talking about over there? So I went over there and got again super excited as you can probably tell still as i'm retelling this story if you mention things like net operating loss care for it net deferred tax assets um tax credits um fully depreciated real estate or equipment or buildings that are fully depreciated off the balance sheet we're probably going to want to kidnap you and tell you, give us all your information <laughs> about what you found. Uh, these are, again, the proverbial hidden treasure that we all look for. We want any kind of legal informational advantage we can get over other investors. And typically investors, other value investors don't look at these kind of things. Or if they do, they don't know what they're talking about and they don't know what they mean. Um, so these are the legitimate, rare, hidden treasures that we can find. If literally, if you mention the word sex to me or net operating loss carry forwards at my age now at 31, I'm more likely to probably get excited about hearing the word net operating loss carry forward. More, more likely to go something like this and what you doing over there, even with my headset fully on. Um, I don't know. I'm again, finance nerd and <laughs> investment nerd. And we look sometimes months, years for these kind of things through thousands of companies to just find these kind of things. And again, it's legitimately like a treasure hunt when you find these kind of things and they're actually valuable. Um, if you have a value investor in your life, I'd love you to share this with them because they will hopefully get a kick out of this. Um, find most of it to be incredibly true. Hopefully a little bit funny. Um, Again, I have a good sense of humor, but it's hard to show it on here when I'm talking about finance investment because it's finance investment. Hopefully you got a little bit of that here. Um, I'm sure the finance nerd in your family or that you know will enjoy this. Um, if you liked it, make sure to subscribe and hit the bell so you're notified anytime we release a new video. If I miss something, make sure to let me know in the comments below. Um, these were specifically for me. If especially number one, two, three, and four. If you mention any of those four things to me, finding hidden, hidden treasure, undervalued assets, competitive advantage, or prominent value investors like Warren Buffett, Charlie Munger, Henry Singleton, Tom Murphy, Ben Graham, any of those kind of things, we will legitimately, we're, again, we're not the most outgoing people. Uh, we will come up and talk to you and may try to kidnap you, may try to steal your information. Um, Maybe one becomes best friends with you. Don't give us your phone number because we may never leave you alone if you bring up these things. I'm just joking, of course. Um, sort of. A little bit. A little bit. Um, but 
let me know what I missed in the comments below. If you're a true value investor and I missed something that you think should be on the list, let me know. But for me, these are my list, top 12 things. If you want to get any value investor showing any emotion, um, any excitement whatsoever, because again, we have to train ourselves to not do that kind of stuff most of the time. And again, you can even ask my wife. Uh, we've been together 15 years now. Um, since I was 16, she was 17. Um, and you can even ask my wife. I get excited about hardly anything. If you mention one of these things to me, I will get extremely excited. I'll act like a little kid. The only other things I get super excited about is when my daughters are playing soccer and they score a goal, they win a game. Um, if I catch a big fish when I'm saltwater fishing, um, not much else, frankly. Um, again, we have to train ourselves out of emotion, out of emotion excitement as possible to be good at what we do. So, But if you mention these top four things especially, or any of these top 12 things, we're going to talk to you. We're going to be excited. We're probably going to ask you a million questions. We're probably not going to leave you alone for a while. And it's just going to happen. So deal with it. And um, I hope you enjoyed this little lighter take on finance and investment. And if you did, again, let me know in the comments below. We'll do more uh, videos like this. Uh, and I'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for watching. Bye.